to the American Foodies Podcast. This is Ben and Drew, the food dudes. We're looking for the best eats in America and usually finding them. On today's show, we look at our national guilty pleasure, fast food. Author Jim Gavin joins us to explain why his Twitter handle is Jim at Del Taco. Plus, we catch you up with the latest food lines, debate whether the government should keep its hands off our grease, and see if Jim is the Del Taco expert he claims by putting a little something in his mouth. So loosen that belt and call it a cheat day, because there's all that and more coming up on American Foodies. Hey, everybody. If you like what you're hearing coming through your ear holes, kick us 50 cents on Patreon. If you put in just a little for us, it can add up to a lot. We love doing this show. You can help us keep it going. So just log on to patreon.com slash American Foodies and help us out. Thanks. Now let's meet this week's guests. And now you've read him in the New Yorker, Esquire, and the New York Times, or sit behind him and line at Del Taco, author Jim Gavin. Welcome to the podcast, Jim. <laughs> hey, guys. Hey, Jim, what's up? Thanks for coming, dude. Yeah, it's an honor for you guys to have me here. Yeah. You said it. <laughs> you absolutely said it. Um, so one of the things we're going to talk about today is uh, this awesome collection of short stories. Um, and the one thing that seems to keep coming up in these yes. short stories. <laughs> yes. Uh, so much so that they dedicated a whole interview on the uh, the New York Times did an article about it. What, which is, what is it? Uh, I think uh, it's a Wagnerian late motif. <laughs> yes, uh, yes. Del Taco, uh, I, this is not intentional, but at some point people po- started pointing out to me that my characters <clears throat> tend to spend a lot of time eating uh, or pursuing meals at um, Del Taco, a, a well-known sure. Southern California uh, fast food place. Um, Is it only SoCal? Hey guys, Ben in the corrections department here. We got this one wrong on the show, but Del Taco has over 500 restaurants in 17 states across the country, but until 1989, they were almost exclusively in California. We now return to the podcast already in progress. They're definitely the biggest concentration yeah, has mo- got to be here. They're yeah. mostly here in Southern California. Right. Um, Northern California, I don't really see them. Really? So, so it, oh, okay. it wasn't really an intentional thing, you're saying. It was just something that people seem to pick up on right right? and so like why why like why did why was that a thing that (laughs) seemed to connect it like resonated with people so much so hey guys ben in the corrections department here we got this one wrong on the show that was an important article has restaurants in 17 states across the country (laughs) but until 1989 i think it was basically because i we now rejoined my own life and all its gritty realism right and um and i the basic reason is i there was a Del Taco around the corner from our house, and my family we ate horribly, just yeah. horribly. Um, like growing ate, up, you did. Yeah, yeah, we and we ate fast food three or four nights a week, and it was often Del Taco, and it was always my favorite. And it, it's just I connect it with home in some way. I I can picture being like in the back of the station wagon, and my dad ordering yeah. in the drive-through, and screwing mm-hmm. up and everyone yelling at him and it's just like chaos. no mine comes with fries yes yeah. chaos in the station wagon and um so that was it and uh i didn't i realized at some point because i lived in northern california for a few years and i realized at some point when i would come home the first thing i would do was go to del taco so it was like <laughs> that it, was the comfort yeah first thing. so it was okay, totally yeah. a, totally a comfort thing and so it ended up kind of any in my stories and only later after they were written did I actually have to like actually think what it meant. Right. Um, it was just it was just natural. It, it just came a, through in the stories. Yeah, it was just it was, a detail. Yeah. So. Right. All right. Well, we're going to talk a lot more about this in okay. a few minutes. But <laughs> uh, first, let's catch up with the news. That's right. It's time for food lines. Uh, if you use the Chirp app on your phone while you listen, our little robot will talk to your little robot, and these stories will pop up automatically, like magic, right on your phone. Yeah, it's really cool. You'll hear this little uh, chirpy beepy thing, and uh, hold your smartphone up that has the Chirp app installed, which you can get for iOS and Android at Chirpio, which is uh, C-H-I-R-P dot I-O. Listen to this, everybody. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so wow. what, what's that one? What, what did we get? Just get chirped, Ben. We just got chirped that Taco Bell 
now testing delivery service here in Los Angeles. Oh, yeah, Jesus. you know what? Fuck Taco Bell. <laughs> on, on, on every, really? On every really? level. Really? Oh, man. Yeah. I, I'm, is it because they don't have french fries, or is it deeper than that? <laughs> that's, a, that's the main thing. It's kind of like, for me, Del Taco's the Holy Roman Catholic and Apostolic Church, and... Um, <laughs> Taco Bell is just, like, you know, like Episcopalian. It's yeah. like a crazy yeah. guy yeah. on a street corner with a sign. Yeah. <laughs> they're really, they, they you know, quesaritos and crunchtadas, they're really mm. trying too hard. For the most part, Delta. Del <laughs> trying too hard. It's that their core audience is stoned dudes <laughs> yes. at one in the morning. Right. There's you don't have to try that hard to connect with. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, Del Taco, for the most part, has had a a, a, a more steady classical menu, um, mm. less cheap tricks. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong; the food's still fucking horrible. But, but anyway, yeah. no, I yes. get it. I, you, you're saying that if you go to Del Taco, you've got your core menu items. Mm. They don't change much. They're dedicated to these things that they do, and they do them as Del Taco-y as they've always done them. Whereas Taco Bell, I mean. Aren't they starting to serve booze, maybe? Oh, yeah. They some have booze at some of them. They have breakfast at others. And yeah. They have all kinds of... I mean, breakfast at... They're all over the place. Yeah, 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 for sure. I mean, is this like the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse is uh, not yet, making you know, it too easy to you know, get actually, Taco Bell into my face? Yeah, a little. You would think... Well, and for the stoner crowd, you would think that, like, you know, you're late night. Maybe it's good. You yeah. know, you're a little too high. You don't want to be on the road. They come to you. It'd be great. I actually opened up the uh, app that you used for this <laughs> the other night, and uh, it says on it, it's like, Taco Bell, all day, closed by 10 o'clock. <laughs> so I, I'm not sure they've quite grasped uh, the yeah, all-day the meeting quite yet. Of, all but, uh, of, time, of time, of time yeah. itself. <laughs> yes, of time Taco itself. Bell. Well, they do say that time slows when you're stoned, so right, maybe right. that's what yeah, they're playing that's probably That's probably what happened. All right. uh, What's uh, up next? Here's our next one. All right. Have you heard this one yet? That Subway's former spokesperson, Jared, had his home raided on a kitty porn search after a former journalist taped some of their conversations. So allegedly he talked with seriousness. Oh, yes, very serious. About how, quote, middle school girls are hot. <laughs> Yeah, I guess this woman like recorded some of their conversations and like it's went very to the Linda FBI. trip, isn't it? Yes, a little bit. But I mean, to be fair, the dude who was running his charitable children's organization was caught with a bunch of child porn. So I can see why they might think that something could be up. Did anybody ever trust Jared in the first place? <laughs> uh, I always, I, I, hate I always viewed him as a tragic figure. I. Oh. Now it's something even more even more tragic. <laughs> I, First time uh, I ever saw Jared, I pointed at the TV and I said, "Child fucker." <laughs> <laughs> that guy is a child fucker. Yeah. Um, I, I did read a rumor online. I don't, I don't, I don't want to, yeah. you know, promulgate rumors or anything. I don't want to put them all out there no, in the world. No, but, not at all. That's but, not what we do. But here. this was amazing. It's also in it, some gawker piece, so I'm not the only person putting it out there. That the way he made money in college was he had several hundred VHS copies of pornos that he rented out to people out of his dorm room for a dollar tape. So, you know. Regular porn? Uh, <laughs> as far as I read in the rumor, it was just regular porn, but but a wide variety. Uh -huh. So, you know, you, know, you want to please your clientele. <laughs> Yeah, those spokespeople <laughs> occupy a weird place in our culture. Who yeah. like just like they the do. one the one person who is the face of a of a large corporate like flow or whatever. I mean, I right. think she's you know a talented yeah actress. Yeah. Like I know she. Does a friend it. of mine did a commercial with yeah. Flow and Jim, said that she former guest Jim Callahan. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, been on the show before. I remember seeing her in like Mad, but like it seems like such a devil's bargain. Yeah, to, right to do that. Um, You're talented, but. Don't you dare show any of that yeah. in this commercial. Right. Yeah, you're super limited. Like, I know uh, I knew somebody who was friends with the Verizon Can You Hear Me Now guy. <laughs> yeah. Right? Man, and what it was a like gig that serious must be, right? limitations. Like, he could not do a lot of things because he just always kind of looked like that guy. So, yeah. like, if you're out there in the world just trying to be you, they're like, all right, you can't do this, you yeah. can't do that. You what can't about do this, you can't uh, do that. Like, the dude that does the talking baby? Because uh, he's oh, on Pete Holmes, right? Yeah, because he's on uh, uh, they, Doug's. Do they still podcast. do that uh, campaign? I don't know. The is e it over? Talking baby. I haven't yeah, seen the E Trade Talking baby, baby for a while. And he was always afraid to like get stoned right. on <laughs> uh, Doug's podcast. I get on, it. 
you don't want to lose your uh, your big uh, your biggest daddy. You know, you want to get right. all your monies. You don't want to be like I smoked a joint and I lost all my monies. <laughs> and what is it about Jared anyway? Because I don't know if anybody remembers. There's Henry Clay Henry. He got real big on burgers and fries. Now he's back to a normal size. Clay Henry, remember him? Uh, Clay kinda. Henry. Wow. He lasted for like a month on subway. Yeah, yeah. It was oh. the same exact thing. He was a big fat firefighter, oh. and he, he ate Subway and lost a bunch of weight. But fuck that guy, because well, Jared is so charismatic. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, there's, it's, it's, uh, he's, there's some. He, I think he actually made a deal with the devil i think like that's yeah the only him and robert johnson yeah yeah went down at the crossroads yeah <laughs> um, which i recently rewatched uh with uh, ralph macchio uh, yeah any good yeah. it's not terrible oh, i okay. mean like at the end it's like a blues off with stevie Vai and uh <laughs> okay. no, i mean it and is, then he dies in a helicopter it's, crash it's oh, still bad no. but it's okay <laughs> It's better than the other Crossroads, I guess, with... Uh, with Britney Spears? Yeah. yeah. No, it's I not. I haven't seen Middle that schoolers way. are hot. <laughs> oh, All right, full circle. Uh, so this is, uh, in the news, Roy Choi of the Kogi Truck. Uh, he and Daniel Patterson of this Michelin-starred uh, restaurant Koi in San Francisco have been teaming up to bring us a new fast food place. They want to do fast food in this new way. Their theory is that some of the world's poorest people make the most delicious food cheaply and ethically. So they want to emulate that and kind of elevate it to uh, compete with uh, the big guns, with McDonald's. Choi specifically said, I want it to sit right next to McDonald's and be so fucking good you can't even eat McDonald's. I'm really, really glad that I didn't know until just now that we were doing this story for Food Lines. Oh, and yeah, I'm actually yeah. really glad that you did this one because this is what I, as we were writing the show, mm -hmm. uh, I was thinking about this. It's yeah. the next generation of fast food yeah. where, and we've talked about this on the show before, where mm -hmm. if you're a restaurant, the bar used to be we have food. Right, <laughs> And you come in and you pay and, and you eat it. But that bar in the last 10 years has been raised so high that you it has to be good now. And that's where it starts. Right. Yeah. You have to be good and you have to do something unique. And then on top of that, you have to be great in some other way to survive. Yeah. And I think that a lot of these fast food joints are going on inertia. And it's yes. going to run out. And... I think this is the next generation of what's happening. I, I mean, Roy so. Choi certainly thinks so. Yeah, I mean, it sounds really interesting. They're doing all this stuff, like, I mean, the stuff, he was saying, like, you know, you can go to Shake Shack and you can get a burger for $6, but right. your tab is 15 bucks. Mm -hmm. But we want your whole tab to be $6, because that's what it would be at McDonald's or Wendy's or whatever, And we want, but we want our food to be better than mcdonald's and actually better ethically McDonald's? better than mcdonald's if that's possible uh but actually but like ethically produced they were i mean their whole plan i think is to put it in uh like south central i think yeah yeah is there where they, they want to go into what they call them food deserts yeah, right yeah exactly it's local is the name of the uh, place that they're developing it's, as it's in local with an l with, yeah. with these places for me like i guess when i when i think fast food i think I associate it specifically with a drive-through component. Mm -hmm. You know, like if I'm getting out of my car, I'm going to a restaurant, even if it's right. Chipotle or something. <laughs> right. You know, right. like is is that on the table for this? I or? think it is. I yeah. think it is. Yeah. I mean, from the way it was described in the article, it sounds like a lot of the items, a lot of the flavor comes from like brining things and kind of stewing them overnight, so that it's really easy to kind of serve it up really quickly. Interesting. But it sounds fascinating. I mean, I I definitely wanted the person who is. Uh, eating it in this article that uh, we chirped is uh, he while trying the veggie burger they're like ah, is it the best veggie burger you ever had he's like actually it's probably one of the best burgers I've ever had period wow. so yeah I so have it. I it's it's exciting um, I went to uh, I guess it was a hockey game mm -hmm. and uh, at Staples Center here in LA there's uh, Luda Lefevre has this oh, yeah. kind of famous fried chicken and I'm thinking that sooner or later it's going to go national probably because I I feel like all of these chefs are teaming up with kind of experts in food service right and like they're bringing the flavor and the food service people are bringing the technique of preparing food on a large scale affordably right so that it doesn't suck by the time it gets to your plate right and I mean, I got these chicken tenders 
Yeah. It was just a basket of chicken tenders, and they're fucking amazing. Yeah, they're delicious. Yeah, yeah. and I mean, like, so just like the spice on the fried. It's everything. Stuff, okay. It's just the chicken is really good. So I don't. They must be like brining it in some kind of buttermilk thing. At least that's right. what it tasted like to me. And yeah, I mean, the 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 breading was like super crispy. It wasn't soggy, and it wasn't overcooked. I mean, it was just everything was just right. Hmm. And I think that's the secret. It's like. It's not that hard to make good food. Right. But yeah. it is really hard to make good food for, like, a million people. Yeah. it is. That is super hard. And also, you have to come at it as a chef. If you're coming at it as a business person who's just like, we need to feed all these people for $5, like, then, yeah. you know, then well, they're the going to cri- eat garbage. It's the Crystal Pepsi story. <laughs> right. <laughs> Where they were like, ah, we forgot to make it taste good. Yeah. Like, they did yeah. everything but that. It's always, is, always is the, an issue. Is the idea that these places would be healthier as well or yeah or, or is it just like we're it's going to be faster it's health cheaper, is not the more primary concern yeah okay. yeah but it is it is some of a concern yeah, yeah. they don't want to like have it just be the grossest deep fried shit yeah. in the world yeah. but uh i think it has to be yeah i think well no no not the <laughs> right. grossest deep fried shit in the world. it has to be healthy yeah. i think that has to be a component of anything new moving forward it's just yeah. too big of a concern i mean it's yeah i i I sense some sea change, or I can imagine, like, 50 years from now, like, our kids, are, yeah. like, looking back on, like, our generation, like, you put that in your body. Yeah. Right? Like, the way we look at, like, you know, my parents who smoked for 40 years. Right. You know, like, it's... <laughs> It's just insane that you would do that. Yeah, but like, you yeah. look back at yeah. old photographs and you're like, Jesus, everybody was smoking? What the hell's yeah. the matter with you guys? Yeah. It's going to um, be footage of everybody just slobbering over quarter pounders and kids are like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what was my happening? mom smoked through all three of her pregnancies and we all turned out fine. Yeah. But um, <laughs> but yeah, no, the... Endorsement. <laughs> but she, so smoke while pregnant. Yeah. yeah. So Jim Gavin approved. <laughs> she knew... She, she, they knew the risks like yeah. by the 50s and everything. Um and it just took a while. It's still part of the culture and everything, but like, I just I can't imagine a scenario where, like, McDonald's doesn't because of these other things that are going to come up and challenge them doesn't ha- start moving in in the, that type of direction. Um, yeah, I don't know. So I think they've tried, and it's just not profitable yet. But I think yeah. Yeah. Th- it will be eventually. It's tough. I mean, I will say I went into a McDonald's uh, last year. And I was just, I wanted a coffee. I was just, you know, looking for Starbucks, really. And there was McDonald's there. And I was looking at their coffee menu. And I was like, wow. Uh, we were like, can we get something that's not just sugar? Like, and the girl's like, the chocolate one? <laughs> I was like, is that uh, seriously no. a suggestion for the least sweet <laughs> item that you have? Yeah, that was, <laughs> well, it probably was, and it was sweet as hell. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's finish up food lines oh, yeah, with yeah. Uh, our most hard-hitting story today. Oh, date. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So the the big story here is um, breaking. <laughs> all right. So these two bros, they've launched the Kickstarter, successful, uh, and it's going well uh, to solve one of our most pressing issues, yes. which is how to clean up your game of beer pong. Bum, bum. Um, beer pong is kind of gross. I mean, you know, yeah, the ball goes true. on the floor, it rolls behind the TV stand and mm-hmm. in the, the gunk. And, there, yeah. And, yeah, and then you right throw beer. it into your beer and then you got to drink that <laughs> beer. And I know some people that play where you've got like the washer cup, you know, where you oh, dip yeah, the, sure. the you dip my balls in it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> and just like a cup of water. Yeah, and yeah, you yeah. like wash it off and then you throw And then there are other people who actually play it with a pyramid of cups that are filled with water and then you've got your beer cup over to the side oh, okay. which both of those i think it's really yeah, fuck up the, the purity yeah. of the game yeah, yeah. Uh, so the way that this kickstarter works is um <laughs> imagine just a shorter cup that nestles perfectly into the top of your red solo cup and leaves like three or four inches of space for your beer in the bottom so it's an inverted lid kind of that you would toss the beer pong ball into and then you can just slip it out and drink the beer it is rather ingenious it's it's an exciting time to be alive yeah it is (laughs) the future is now yeah everybody uh they needed uh seventy thousand dollars to hit their goal uh they are at ninety two thousand dollars can i ask why seventy thousand dollars because what it takes (laughs) to manufacture (laughs) injection molded plastic (laughs) yes (laughs) 
Okay. I'm looking at it now. It's some of them. Some of them have numbers in the bottom. Oh, there's all sorts of. There's a catch element. There's, this is some serious design work. There's an American flag in here, so you know it's American. It's really, really good stuff here, yeah. guys. Just <laughs> this America's is going to transform disgusting basements and fraternities across. <laughs> The nation. The yes, times they right. are changing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think now it's time for America's favorite food guessing game. What did we put in your mouth? Oh, God. What did we put in your mouth is the game where we blindfold our guest, give him a mystery food, and then have him guess what we put in his mouth. That's right, Jim. Uh, today we're doing a special edition of What Did We Put in Your Mouth. You'll have 60 seconds. We have three items okay. from your favorite fast food restaurant, oh, wow. okay. Del Taco. And we're going to see, with a blindfold on, if you can name each of these items. All right. Uh, Every, gonna, everything in my life has led up to this. <laughs> I'm about to turn right. down your volume. Brian, if you would, get please. Get the blindfold going. The past food is Epic Chicken Avocado Burrito. All right. Are you ready for this? This is fucking intense, man. Yeah, I'm kind of nervous, but... Ben's unwrapping it. He's going to, If you'd hold out your hand, please, Jim. Okay, here it comes. Okay. So, uh, are you ready? Yes. Your 60 seconds. Remember to ask ask yes or no questions, unless you can just nail it. Your 60 seconds begins now. Okay. All right, what are you tasting? What's happening right now? Are you, do you know what this is already? I taste starch. (laughs) There's definitely starch (laughs) happening. Um... Any other flavors you got here? What are you tasting? What's happening I right think, now? I uh, think I'm nearing some beans. There's maybe. What are your there primary might be fish elements? in here? Okay, fish. okay, Dear interesting. God. I think. Um, and the sad thing is, is that Jim is deathly allergic to fish. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> Jim Gavin, everybody, hey, that's the show. Fifteen seconds. Mm-hmm. You got you have a que- yes or no questions for us. You this can try so to. Ne- I've never eaten blindfolded before. This. I is- know it's it's intense. Do you recognize I, it? Do you think that you've had this before? I I'm not sure I have actually. Oh. So um, it, it, it's a bit of a special item. All right, Ooh, your sixty is seconds up. is okay. up. Can you? Can you name it? What do you think you tasted? What do you think those ingredients were? Uh, I think the the protein in there was. Oh. Who? Huh? Avocado. Oh. There's definitely avocado, avocado in yes. there. Okay. All you need is one more flavor that defines this item. Well, then it wouldn't be fit. Chicken avocado burrito. You got it. Holy it's a chicken shit. avocado. Oh. Epic chicken avocado burrito. You are the big winner. All right, All right we gonna we do got, more. We got two more items. All right, here. so feel over to your left. You remember where your plate was? You can set your item down if you want. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. <laughs> okay, so item number right. two is coming up. I'm gonna turn your headphones down really quick, Brian. Top, if you would, please. Notch. The past food is epic chipotle ranch right. chicken burrito. All right, coming your way, Jim. This yeah, is this item number two. Item number two. Your okay. 60 seconds begins now. And now remember, you can... level of expertise on that first Yeah, I'm, that's amazing, actually. So if you need to ask questions like, do I taste chicken? Do I taste toenail clippings? Yes, yes or no? Feel free. <laughs> is there sawdust in this? All of which are in play. Yes, of um, course. <laughs> Um, it's funny how texture is. Uh, yeah, isn't it crazy yeah. when you? Because I've done this a number of times <laughs> now. When you're eating blindfolded, you're like, Jesus, this could be anything. Yeah. Well, how are we doing on time, Brian? We have right now <laughs> uh, twenty seconds. Twenty seconds. Any yes or no questions? You look to be enjoying yourself. Yeah, so it, it seems tasty. You're just yeah, hanging so, out, you know. eating um, some Del yeah. Taco. <laughs> Ten. There's kind of a sweet tangy thing going on okay. that I'm unfamiliar with. I'm worried oh, that my expertise is limited to the number two combo. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, All I'm right. Say, time's up. I'm gonna say a um, uh, macho burrito. It, not even close. Oh, sorry. Yeah. 
This one is uh, another one of the epic burritos. It's epic Chipotle Ranch. There's chicken. the tangy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Chipotle. It was yeah. the Chipotle yeah. Ranch yeah. that got you. And we've got one All right. last item. The final here. one. Okay, this, heads, your headphones this down. Brian, if you would, please. The pass food is one <laughs> taco. Right. Okay, this All is. All right, third and quite final coming your way. Okay, hang on here. Oh, this is a messy one. I'll get you a napkin, don't worry. Okay. All right, your 60 seconds begins now. Are you thrown <laughs> off by anything right Just away? Just towards your face, I, and there'll be an eating. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's a little difficult to navigate, I see. Is, there seems to be grill marks. It's, okay. like, bra- I'm, it's like reading Braille. Yeah. <laughs> Hang on, this yeah. is the letter J. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you guys. All right. <laughs> All right, I will give you a hint on this one. Oh. There is something kind of special about this. Yeah. As as far as Del Taco goes. Whoa, this is pretty good, I will say that. Yeah. Um, it's got any yes or no going? How, describe this item to it. I there is a gordita esque quality to it. Interesting. Um uh, let me get it one more time. Alright, one more bite. Ten seconds. Ooh, ten seconds remain. You have any you have any questions that'll help us guide you? Uh what do you think the protein is? Uh, beef. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, that's time. I'm gonna say uh, this is a. I just don't. I'm not 100 percent sure. Del Taco does a gordita, but but that's what it tastes like to you. Yeah. Okay. That was your worst guess yet. Yeah. Way, you ta- here, take off, off your take yeah. off your blindfold. <laughs> I want you to look at it. Should come off pretty easily. This is gonna be like at the end of. <laughs> don't look now. <laughs> it's gonna be a horrid. <gasps> oh my god. Troll lady. This is, <laughs> this is what it's known as so a what, bun taco. Yeah, what from you thought was a gordita menu. was just a hamburger bun. Yeah. So this is, but uh, that's, but it's not hamburger meat, right? No, no it's like a is, taco in a bun. Oh, yeah, it's, it's really all, good. Secret, yeah, it's secret menu. Elements. It's really yeah. good. I'm gonna continue eating this. Oh, okay. please, yeah. yeah. The dude knew exactly what we were asking for the second we asked for it. I thought it might be a, kind of like, what are you talking about? But no, it's like, oh yeah, bun. And taco, if you need, yeah. you can just take your blindfold off and use it as a napkin. Yes. So. Well, well, that was beautiful. You did, you did pretty <laughs> I did well. I was surprised you got that first one because these are yeah. special menu items. Yeah. yeah. Oh, also, there was a big surprise because I got an umbrella while you were blindfolded. <laughs> yeah. It's really sunny. <laughs> and so I was getting good... has a parasol. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's <laughs> changed. <laughs> yes. We're all a little older. Yeah. A little wiser, which means I think it's time for food court. On Food Court, we debate the important food issues so that you, dear listener, do not have to. On today's episode of Food Court, we are looking at the government. Yep. <laughs> so today's topic is governmental food bans. So uh, do we save people from themselves, or do we let uh, personal liberties reign and let people decide for themselves? So I'm going to moderate uh, so that you guys... Don't get completely at each other's throats here. Yeah. Uh, ben is going to take the side of yes, the we people need, need to be saved from themselves. Okay. Government, step in, mm-hmm. take care of us. Need Jim, it. you are on the side of uh, no, people can decide on their own. So l- let's start with Jim. Ha- well, hands off, government. Yeah, yeah <laughs> wow. Well, as a card carrying uh, Len- Leninist or Marxist, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> But um, this is going to be a bit of a challenge. Uh, yeah. Now, um, so we're talking about like New York recently uh, implemented a uh, like a sugary sodas ban that yeah. I think got they overturned. Tried. Yeah, they, they attempted. Didn't work, but yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I guess that kind of goes back to my thought that th- the way we would look at the way we've consumed fast food the last fifty years, um, and it's destroyed us as a nation. Right, made us obese. Um, but uh, you know. I, I feel like I'm I'm very much would the only thing I'm even remotely libertarian on, and I just despise that word for the most <laughs> part. But um, I like dr- legalizing drugs. Like people want to get high and just try and make it as manageable as possible. I guess right. and. And so, yeah. Um, so, decriminalize fast food is what you're saying. D- yes. <laughs> yes. So, the FDA is also, that's the more recent news, is uh, all trans fats out of food by 2019 or yeah, something like that. Right here, next five yeah. years. Mm-hmm. I mean, my math is obviously not correct on well, that. Well, I think the one thing that could happen is, like, you know, there 
if that is all going on, um, it'd be fun to be part of the, the fast food underground. Yeah, like uh, in Demolition Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Or no, they ate rats. Yeah, Taco they, Bell was Taco the Bell was the gourmet yeah, place. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, so, so Benjamin. Um, yes. Government, step in, please. We don't know what we're doing. Well, I'm looking here at the uh, the facts about the, uh, the trans fat banning. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like, I mean, stuff like this. Our food is not really going to be that heavily affected by the trans fat ban. I mean, its composition will be, but we won't really taste that much of a difference in the, for the most part on this kind of thing. I think people are worried about shelf-stable snacks. Oh, because, no! Really, though, because sure. they're... So, you know, like honey buns and kind of anything that's in a vending machine, mm-hmm. that's all because of trans fat. Sure. That's uh, hydrogenated vegetable oils are shelf-stable. So you don't have to refrigerate them. They basically last forever. And as far as I know, I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think a suitable replacement has been found. So when the trans fat ban happens... Mm We're gonna have we are out of we are as SOL long. when we stay at motels and we're hungry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but see that's the thing is we definitely won't be because companies will just have to figure out a new way to handle it. And what do you like? What kinds of things? Do you I mean, think? they'll just have to replace stuff faster if they don't find something that will stay preserved as long. Like then they just they'll have to adapt. I mean, it's it's the same with everything. Every every time the government introduces some sort of regulation, every company affected by the regulation is like, no, you're going to kill our business. Well, okay, we'll figure it out. I guess it's not a big deal. But it seems that that's what happens every time is everybody throws a fit right. until it's law. And then they're like, all right, well, now that it's a thing, I guess now we have to just do something. And then they do it. And well, it's fine. Sir, you'll have to pry my funyuns <laughs> from my cold, dead hands. <laughs> Are we just too dumb? As a nation, are we just going to eat ourselves to death? Some of it us. It kind of feels like we're Not doing that us. already. Some of us are, because, yeah. I mean, you know, it's it ties in with the food deserts thing that you're talking about earlier. Like, it's some people live in areas where all they have is the cheapest stuff. They have Funyuns, they got McDonald's. That's what is in their neighborhood. That's what they're going to eat. And so if we can, if we can't, you know, alleviate the food desert problem, then we should also try on the other side of it to just make the the crappy stuff that is only available in food deserts not quite as toxic to everyone maybe <laughs> so is it like insurance almost like we can't allow free enterprise to run this at some point government's got to step in yeah well i mean and also we can't do it right yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i mean yes exactly <laughs> yeah i guess maybe there's a part of me that doesn't entirely trust like the snack companies to to no to work in our best interest <laughs> um but wait, I'm arguing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, they're great. <laughs> yeah. They're great. They're great. <laughs> Remember yeah, your stance, Jim. Yeah. Good lord. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, so stepping down off of your, you know, uh, off of de- our debate, yeah, stools. Yes, debate <laughs> stools. That's what, that's what everybody's on. That's debate thing. stools. Yeah. <laughs> Behind the podium, perhaps. Well, yes. yes, stepping out from behind the podium. Thank you, Ben. Yes. Uh, what do you guys really think should happen? I mean, what do you think this is right? Do you think that banning, let's use trans fats as the example because it's going to happen. Right. Do you think that this is the right thing to do? Is this a move in the right direction for us? Because it, it's a little scary, but at the same time, yeah. we're pretty fucking fat. I, yeah. I <laughs> guess true. it's that thing where, you know, we we know nicotine, the effects of it are you can still buy cigarettes there's just right of more education of vast it seems to be the dividing line seems to be like uh out of kids like like yeah right like what is in public school vending machines what is that type of thing and um i don't know i you know who loves kids jared from South <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, i feel like cigarettes are actually a good example <laughs> Because, obviously, we have all these these various laws about cigarettes everywhere, but really, I feel like the reason smoking has declined in this country is just the, uh, you know, the entertainment stuff, like all these various ways, like, you know, everybody on TV was cool, used to smoke, and now nobody smokes on television. Like, it's a really, it's a rare thing. If you see somebody smoke, you're like, ooh, that's the bad guy. Yeah, it's like on HBO, like, everybody on True Detective, I'm sure, smokes because everyone is miserable, but uh, basically (laughs) everyone who is miserable on television can smoke, but if you're on network TV, nobody's smoking, Most and most shows just don't want to deal with it, because, like, lawyers 
it eventually gets a lo- to a lawyer at the studio, and they're like, "Well, we're gonna have to deal with the fucking thing." It is smoking. So smoking Which came is first. Kind of, the, did it fall out of fashion, or did it no, fall it out of fashion of, because of proactive? It was proactive in the in the media. I know in like major media uh, groups, like you know Universal and all these companies, like they specifically made an effort to stop showing smoking in a cool light. Yeah, and I feel not that everyone looks at fast food as super cool, <laughs> but right. uh, but I think if you you could make an argument that you might be able to uh, take fast food and make it look very uncool. I mean, I guess, if you look at obesity as a public health crisis, right. like in everything it leads to with diabetes and etc. Um, no, like you, you, a... you would think that. <clears throat> I guess if it was a, if there was a, you know, the FDA or or <laughs> the disease for or the Center for Disease CDC, Control, yeah. Um, <laughs> the, if it was not related to food, like there would be, I don't think people would have too much of a problem because, like, food is such a personal thing and an expression right. of all these different things. Um, it does have a stronger feel of intervention, but um, that's true. People yeah. don't want you stepping on their yeah. Big Macs. See that they want to be able to get their Big Mac in their mouth. Like it's not. Listen, I'm an artist. I don't really deal in politics. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, I don't know. I I think I think there's a place for some of it, but I also think uh, if we really want to stop everyone from getting super fat all the time, we should kind of approach it from an education uh, angle as well, which we don't really do. Well, we solved it, everybody. Yay! Yeah. Solved. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you've made it this far in the show. Congratulations. You're part of our core audience. Yes! You're with us! All right. So whether you dig what we're doing or think something is the worst, just let us know. Yeah, talk to us. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and on Twitter, all at American Foodies. Um, and please, uh, if you do love the show, support us on Patreon. You can pledge, like, tiny little amounts, and every yeah. tiny little amount makes an enormous difference. Podcasts are expensive, and we like doing the show, so if you like it too, help us out. I think it's time for Yelp Counter Yelp, guys. The one and only problem with Yelp reviews is that we can't hear them talk. So today we hear a five-star review and a one-star review, both of Del Taco. (laughs) So first, uh, Ben is going to read as Alok P., uh, about a, a Del Taco in Austin, Texas, read as an overweight yoga instructor. Serendipity means fortunate happenstance or pleasant surprise. Del Taco is exactly that. Fantastic prices, fresh and yummy food. Great value. I will never go to a Taco Cabana and a Taco Bell again. Del Taco all the way. Five stars. (laughs) Wow. Five stars, Del Taco. All right. And now uh, John W. about a Del Taco in Norwalk, California. Uh, Jim Gavin, our guest, is going to read as an auto mechanic high on crystal meth. Take it away, Jim. This place sucks. One star. All right. Uh, (laughs) Well, let's talk a little bit more with our guest, Jim Gavin. Uh, now, Jim, we have a uh, set of questions that give us and our listeners a sense of who you are as a foodie. God. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So this is your foodie profile. Uh, number one, what was your favorite meal when you were a kid? We might have gotten into this a little bit Maybe. already. Yeah. Some of these a little we've touched bit. on. Um, yeah. Beyond uh, what beyond came the home in a brown yeah. bag, yeah. Um, <laughs> I... Uh, my my main snack was I'd get two pieces of white bread, mm-hmm. I'd eat off the crust, and then smush the oh, yeah. into a, a just a ball of uh-huh. bread. Yeah, I called them bread balls. Uh-huh. Sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I ate a lot of that. Nice. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, fruit, vegetables never did played no role no, in my no, no. my childhood. Um, so that that was a go to, and sure. then um, I uh, in the summertime it was. Uh, uh, a barbecued hamburger was always nice. Nice. So, yeah. nice yeah. Just something so. on the backyard yeah. grill, yeah. cookout yeah. style. Yeah. 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 So uh, where are you originally from? Uh, I grew. I was born in Long Beach. I grew up uh, in Orange County. Okay. Uh, and I've 
spent most of my life in Southern California with some stops in Northern California and a year in Boston. All right. Okay. So uh, do you have a place that kind of feels like home? Is there a place that you go back to that's like, this is, uh, is, just this is where, where I'm from? <laughs> like Orange County, Long Beach. I, like, okay. Um, I've spent a lot of time there and... Um, my dad and sister are now in Long Beach. Um, my other sister's in uh, Fullerton and Orange County. And um, I guess it's just kind of greater L.A. Um, both both are pretty distinct in their own, in their own way. L.A. and Orange and, County? Yeah, sure. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, that's when I think of home, I think of, of those places. So um, is there, I, I know, like, I'm from Kansas City and so is Ben. And I know I have my spots that I like to hit when I go back home. So do yeah. you have, like, a restaurant or a spot that you always hit when you're kind of back quote unquote home or visiting family um let's see in in orange city of orange there's actually a little downtown area uh-huh. um watson drug yes exactly nice. so there's a couple restaurants on the orange circle uh watson's drugs is one uh there's a cuban place now there's a bunch of kind of new fancier places yeah become, it's become kind of kind becoming of fancy so city bit. of orange has this like traffic circle in the middle of downtown which uh mm. That's where Forrest Gump is sitting in oh. Forrest Gump. That's where they shot that. I, I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know wow. that. Wow. Very exciting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah oh, just, and then in, in Long Beach, I used to live uh, near a, a place called uh, Coco Reno's. Uh, well, there's a bar called the Reno Room, and then there's a taco place attached to it. And mm. uh, I always go and have a shrimp plate there. That's always nice. a good place to go. All right. Uh, next question. Do you in your current life have a go-to default restaurant like now, this someplace. is your current life remember your current life not your past life yeah. <laughs> uh it's so sad that it, i'm gonna say del taco because yeah. it, it well, that's not is. sad i think we've established we, that it, so far yeah. um if i uh let's see uh, the other would be uh tom bergen's which is a, oh, yeah. a bar you know um it's old cha- irish joint yeah, yeah. it's my, it was my old local and I always feel very at home there. They they've switched owners a couple times. I think it's kind of it's they switched. It became uh, some mixologists yeah, bought it and right. tried to mixologify it. Yeah. And, how do you how do you feel about that? And all the all the <laughs> all the scummy locals departed. And oh, yeah, really? Tom, Tom, Tom Bergen's is a is an old like kind of Irish, Irish pub, coffee right? pub yeah. Yeah. in in mid city Los Angeles. Yeah. Uh, but some new owners came in about a year and a half ago and have kind of simplified it and. I still, if like, if I'm not, my brain isn't working. I I go have a burger and a beer there. Yeah, so that's. I mean, they're actually. I like their their pared down menu quite a bit. Yeah, I, I like the stuff they have there. It's now. it's really nice. So, what was the last just fucking amazing meal that you had, where you were sitting down and you're like, I can't believe I'm eating this right now. This is incredible. Um, let's see, dough ball. <laughs> no way, <wait. laughs> bread, bread ball. Bread ball. Yeah. Bread ball. <laughs> Bread do you still do it? I don't. <laughs> okay. I don't. I don't. Uh, Not uh, even when drunk. Like, oh, I can go for uh, bread ball. Right ball. Uh, I have a, well, I have a good friend, a uh, writer in L.A. named Lou Matthews, who's a true... That's a, to, he, it's a good writer name. Yeah. yeah he, well, he used to... He's a novelist, but he used to write uh, the food column for uh, various L.A. magazines. Um, amazing cook himself, but... Um, he knows he knows the lay of the land. He's from East LA and everything. So, I uh, the last I remember he took me for the, I had never been to Antejitos Guerrero in Highland Park, which mm-hmm. is on York, and uh, I just got like a chicken quesadilla, and it was amazing. It was yeah. so good. And they also do uh, hirachis. Um, I think that's how you say it, which means like shoe. Okay, it's just like um, yeah, it's really Treating good. Shoes. Okay, so that's like if I'm anywhere within. 10 miles of that place i try and figure out an excuse to go there um, right. or to plan my day around eating there all right i'll have to get over there i was just in highland park and i didn't yeah. know all right highland park is uh it's a cool joint nowadays it's yeah. always been pretty cool but yeah. uh it's it's shaping up to have some pretty awesome stuff yeah, over some there. Cool stuff there so uh can we can we come back to del taco fries oh please <laughs> how, do how do they how do they measure up I mean, are they fast food? Yeah, Yeah. I I think they're top notch. Like, I I really do. I mean, I I, can't even remember. Are they? What kind of fries are they? Crinkle cut. Yeah, the crinkle cut. So, like White Castle style? Uh, I don't actually remember White Castle. It's been a long time since I had White Castle. I mean, I would rather have them than 
Well, every, no one likes In-N-Out fries, right? Yeah. Um, some people love In-N-Out fries. I know some people fries. are devoted, but they're just, they're, they're not double fried. They're not, they're not the same. They're just not as good. Brian, That's what I to say on this? I, I like In-N-Out fries. <laughs> oh, good God. <laughs> what the hell? Actually, have you ever had animal style In-N-Out fries? I, I do not. like those. Because that's the way that you got to do them. Yeah, because they just does. dump all the that's sauce awesome. on top of there. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I actually had this discussion yesterday with someone, the, the not uncommon thing of getting a burger at in and out and then driving a block and getting the fries <laughs> yeah, at McDonald's. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, but I think Del Taco fries are better than Mc- McDonald's. Oh, um, it's a bold and, statement. Uh, better than Burger King. Yeah. Is um, anything better at Burger King? Uh, that's pretty, pretty so. Burger King is pretty, pretty rough. rough. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> is Burger uh, King the worst fast food restaurant going right now? They might now? be. They had a fry revamp, I remember, like five, six years ago. Oh, the they're like actually, bumpy. They were right? good they for a while. They have little nodules on yeah. them, yeah. right? Yeah, they were all right for a they're while. Okay. But yeah. I used to, but, you know, uh, back in the 90s, I, <laughs> I used to eat Carl's Jr. fairly regularly. Yeah. Actually, Hardy, Hardy's in the Midwest. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I used to, I went to high school with the grandson of Carl Karcher. Ooh. Impressed. So, Carl <laughs> uh, Jr. Jr.? Yeah. And, yes. uh, but uh, by, by, like, after 2000, like, their commercials just became the most hideous oh right god awful like just crazy yeah, yeah. Um, they definitely did lead the charge in in that voice yeah. talk like that. uh yeah. I, I just stopped eating there because their commercials were so bad did you know that the uh the rise of bacon is because of carl's jr that makes sense. The Western bacon cheese. Yeah, because they were the ones that figured out how to use it. Because uh, up until that point, it was all the McDonald's shitty breakfast bacon where it's all microwaved and crap. Yeah. But then the bacon was actually not bad at Carl's Jr. Yeah. And then that's when bacon kind of took off because they were like, it's so decadent. It's bacon. <laughs> yeah. I actually uh, I wrote a story for a publication. Ooh. If you want to Google my name, Drew Hubbard, and uh, Bacon's Greatest Moments in Marketing. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah, what yeah, it's yeah. about. That's right. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So. So, okay, so you were into the Carl. Did you give up the Carl's Jr.? Yeah, I haven't had it in 15 years. Wow. I just... What was the turn? The turning point was the advertising? The adver- it was just so disgusting. Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right, yeah. So we, we started talking about kind of the new generation of fast food with local right. and existing fast food places, like, eventually probably having to turn toward some kind of healthy... So what do you... Like, what's next? Who do you... What's well, the next big trend? It's funny. I was actually reading uh, with the uh, Jared Subway whole debacle. Uh, there's actually several pieces that are like, that is not Subway's only problem. Subway's having a lot of issues keeping up with uh, your your Chipotle's and your, your Shake Shack and all these places because they are, you know, they're, they're more modern. They're like, you know, no GMOs. They have healthier options they have definitely a, the insides of the restaurants look trendier yeah i mean yeah it's a, <laughs> it's a cooler place to go yeah, yeah. my experience yeah. is like subway when you walk into a subway the the employees are are there's more melancholy in the subway <laughs> they do seem sad <laughs> yes. the sandwich artists are tortured artists are they not yeah yeah and uh Someplace like Chipotle, which I'm not a big fan of, but there's one right by my house, so I do. <laughs> so yeah. I eat there all So the time. I have no choice. Yeah. <laughs> I have no choice. Uh, yeah, it just has that brighter facade. It has, yeah. It's slicker. And uh, you can get a order a soda and, and read um, some thrilling copy from Jonathan Safran Foer on the Ooh. side of your cup. Isn't that fucking great? <laughs> that is fucking great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you're saying more engaging literature on fast food. Yeah, that's clearly sure. the way to go as a business model. <laughs> yeah. So, um. Yeah, because we were we did another show on fast fired pizza, oh, right, which yeah. is like the Chipotleization of pizza. Right. So it's these places that are you know it's basically oh, like g- pyology. Yeah, right. Like pyology. Yeah. pyology. Yeah. There's a Blaze, bunch of them. Yeah. Not good, by the way. You don't yeah. like pyology. You don't like pyology. It's Not it's the- okay. You know. I don't know. It, de- it totally depends on like what you put on it yeah. and if they cook it long enough. I mean, it has a lot of variables. I mean, I kind of see like the assembly line, the uh-huh. the. Uh, <laughs> I'm really insightful and <laughs> I can really see how these things work. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It for me that yeah, that's the different. Like it's still that's still not quite fast food for me in a way because yeah. I have to walk in there. Like, right. It's all the drive. <laughs> through, the drive through is the drive through is yeah. fast food. <laughs> so when all you're right. in the south. And you can go to a drive through guns and liquor store. That's fast food. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <Okay>. Yes. <laughs> yes. I don't know. Is there is there a new... Uh, fast Fired Pizza is the one that leaps to mind, but yeah. are there others? I mean, obviously, local Roy Choi's, but 
sure. I don't think that's in it's not sort out of yet. the yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know other people who are entering the scene as much. I mean, pizza is the because it's all kind of based on these bursts. I mean, the pizza thing we talked about is based on a burst of technology. Like they figured out how to make an oven that would cook everything that fast. So they sold it to a bunch of people who wanted to buy food franchises. They don't right. really care one way or the other what it is, but that one seemed attractive. And I think that's what's blowing up right now, but I don't know what's coming in, next. In Orange, uh, there was this one restaurant that, like, it was actually a drive through And it changed it changed hands over, like, a five-year period, mm-hmm. like, three times. And three different people tried to open, in this place, a drive through like, Italian place where you could get pasta. And like stuff. Fazoli's? Okay, yeah. Right, right, I think Fazoli, yeah. it was a Fazoli's at one point, uh-huh. and then it was something else. And it just... <laughs> Never got yeah, off the ground. Just never got off the ground. I don't know why. It does make no. me wonder because I, I feel like you know we think of fast food as just it's part of the fabric of American culture, right? And it's like hamburgers mm. and tacos and pizza. Yeah. They all seem so obvious, but at some point, some guy was like, "Well, I think I could do this." And I mean, you see places like Daphne's Greek, yeah, right, like kind of doing it a little bit, and it makes me wonder, like. What's the next cuisine? Like okay, Spanakopita? Yeah, yeah. You know, like what's it going to be? Right. Yeah. Like, what could it be? You know, I mean, because there's just, you got the cuisine of the world. It could be anything. Like, I, Do- there's a, doses? Yeah. I mean, that's, no, I was going to say there's a place in uh, uh, Beverly Hills, which is, uh, it's just a little, it's an Indian place. Yeah. But the way it's set up is like it's a counter that you stand in line, you get up to the counter, and then they have all the stuff basically sitting there ready, and they just kind of put out little scoops of it for you. And it's, it, you know, it's over like that. It's a really fast interaction. You do have to get out of your car. Yeah. So maybe it's not quite the fastest food. But. In, uh, up in Berkeley, when I was living up there, uh, there was a Burger King, which I frequented, that mm-hmm. then closed and became a place called Curry in a Hurry. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if it's still there. Uh doesn't it, that, isn't I that swear evocative I, of something different, though? It is to me. It is, but I have heard that name in every city I've lived in. Oh, okay. There's definitely one in New York. Yeah. And I don't think they're related at all, but there's yeah. one out here. <laughs> a lot of people thought of the same thing. Yeah, they're thing. like, oh my God, it rhymes, guys! Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just I just feel like, to me, it, it just evokes in, intestinal discomfort. Oh, sure, yeah. <laughs> like, don't worry, this is going to get to you fast. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Yeah. <laughs> well... Uh, I think that just about does it for today's show. So sad. I know. I'm going to say goodbye. Jim, thanks so much for coming this over This was here. fun, and may I say, bon appetit. Ah, fuck yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> Where can we find you on the internet? Uh, I have, uh, on Twitter, I have over 300,000 followers wow. or something. It's incredible. <laughs> That's um, incredible. Yeah, wow. Yeah, I'm at, uh, at Jim at Del Taco. Um yeah, you can uh, visit my website and purchase my uh, short story collection, which... Uh, which is called what? Middlemen. Um, I wrote it to heal America. Yeah. And, uh, How's it working? And I did. I did. Yeah. But you did it. Yeah, right. I did. Congratulations. So, Sweet, man. So, yeah. Thanks God, so we are solving all kinds of yeah. problems on today's this show. Is the best. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this was a lot of fun, guys. So, appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for coming by. Well, today's podcast is produced by Ben Waters, Drew Hubbard, Lisa Waters, and Brian Waters. Music today from Black Ant, Monroeville Music Center, and Audioblocks.com. Got something to say? Smart guy? Send us an email, podcast at American-foodies.com. A big thank you to all of our supporters on Patreon. If you want to join in, check us out at patreon.com slash American Foodies. You can listen to today's show and all episodes of the American Foodies podcast podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Smart Radio, and Podbean. As always, I'm Drew Hubbard. And I'm Ben Waters. And as at Jaina Rose underscore always says when we post a pic of pizza from former restaurant and cheese bar in Santa Monica, California. Holy shit balls! Fuck me in the ass! This looks so good! My kind of pizza at Asia Rasia!